This is a Soulfire production. So excited for you guys to hear today's conversation. I have two of my best friends and business partners um, on here today to have a conversation, like a sister, a sister circle moment on virtual Zoom. We actually were together. I don't know. Was that two weeks ago? I can't even remember at this point. Um, <laughs> and we could have done it in person, but we were just so present with each other and getting so filled up. I didn't want to do anything that wasn't filling, right? Not that this isn't. We were having these conversations, but privately. And I wanted to get them on the line. Uh, so first of all, we'll do it. We'll have individual conversations with these two women because they're both very, very powerful leaders in life and business. Um, but I wanted to do it together because I feel like both of them are examples of building business uh, from the feminine, which is a lot of what we've been talking about on this podcast, how to build long-term sustainable businesses where we feel good inside of them. And both of them have gone through an evolution inside of themselves, inside of their businesses, both of their businesses are killing it and uh, they're creating opportunities for other people and they've just learned what works for them and what doesn't. So I'm excited to have a conversation about their wellness hacks, uh, what they've learned to make their heart happy, create incredible boundaries and scale their business in a way that feels really great. So meet my friends, Caitlin Clemens and Celeste Richmond. Hi, girls. <laughs> hi, hi. So excited to be on with you ladies. Yes. Thank you, Laura, for having us. Super excited to be with my girls. Yes. So why don't you um, give us a little bit of background, maybe what got you excited to be an entrepreneur and kind of like highlights on your journey and maybe any obstacles you had to overcome to get here. I know that's a, like a loaded question, but if you can just do a two minute kind of inner outer landscape of what has you where you are now um just to to brief the the listeners with who you guys are that'd be awesome so celeste richmond um what attracted me to entrepreneurship is i just knew the life that i was living before uh really trading time for money um and just living a life where i felt like i constantly was behind and always had to catch up um, the, the vision of really just being able to have lifestyle by design was really attractive to me. Um, being able to, it, it really just started at that. It wasn't like being so rich or anything like that. Although I did see that possibility as well. It was really just being able to, um, have the freedom to do what I want when I want. And, um, the, the, it's like the little things like, oh, I, I want to wear athletic gear during the day. That sounds great. Um, so it was really just the small things for me that like attracted me to entrepreneurship. And as I began to kind of step in more, I just began to see uh, how fulfilling it was and being able to grant access to other people for whatever that freedom meant for them, uh, whatever they wanted to do with that, whatever vision they had for their life. If I could help support bringing them closer to that, to me, that was like me leaving my mark, me making my impact. Um, so that's some of what really, uh, I guess, brought me and attracted me into entrepreneurship about eight years ago. What are f a few lessons that you've had to learn or things you've had to overcome on your path that have made you who you are today in business? Yes. Yeah. Um, so good. So like one of the biggest obstacles that I've experienced inside of the last eight years um, has been some conditions with my health and 
um, experiencing an autoimmune disorder that I believe came from operating inside of a masculine grid that wasn't my core uh, feminine nature. And when I became more conscious of it and how I was operating inside of a paradigm that just didn't work for my body, uh, when I became a little bit more aware and I started um, you know, seeking counsel, inner counsel, outer counsel, um, I could begin to create a new life and shift my personal paradigm and begin to uh, begin to lead in, in a more authentic manner inside of my business. It's amazing how my health began to follow. My body began to listen in for me honoring that. So it was definitely one of the biggest obstacles because it had me out. It was like God was sitting me down and saying, Celeste, until you operate in another way, or in a more authentic way, like you just have to, you're just going to sit here. I'm just going to sit you down until you get it. It's like, you're literally not going to be able to walk. We're going to blow your knee up. My knee was the size of a grapefruit. I was not able to walk. Um, and you're just going to, you're going to sit until you get the message, until you get the lesson, there's nothing that you can do. And so there were some major lifestyle changes that had to happen in the way that I would, the manner that I was conducting myself in my business in my life, um, many things had to change uh, just to become more in alignment. And so that was definitely a season of my life that was dark and it happened for me for sure. Um, but it was definitely a, a learning experience that was around 2017 uh, being diagnosed with a really rare autoimmune disorder. Um, and I never own it uh, because, you know, I say I have, I had symptoms of an autoimmune disorder. Um, that were present then that are not present now, thankfully, um, but from making some of those shifts. But it was really scary. It was really traumatic. It was, um, I mean, I'm thankful for passive income, residual income that comes with my path of entrepreneurship, our path of entrepreneurship, because I was able to be off the grid for a good two to three months of just tapped out, checked out of my business and you know, was still able to grow, et cetera, et cetera, or, or sustain, but I could really tend to myself. I could really tend to my health and dig in and take a deep dive into what else was happening on, on, uh, a spiritual level, a physical level, um, and all of the above an emotional level, different imprint. So I'm grateful that was definitely, um, a huge obstacle, but a little bit of self-awareness, a lot of love, a lot of compassion, um, and grateful for, you know, where I was able to personally come on the other side of it and the lessons that came with it. I love that. And I feel like so many people can relate, whether it's, you know, getting out of a gnarly relationship, you know, or in 2020 losing a job or just having a crazy health scare. So many people can relate to that moment of like, ow, this hurts. I have to sit down and I have to change my values around. What are some of the biggest things you did to operate differently? Was it a structuring of what was important to you? Was it physical things that you do on a daily basis now that you never did in the past? Yeah, it's great, Laura. Um, so, so some of it was creating boundaries. I feel like in the past, it was like, I was so accessible to mm. so many people. And it was like, I didn't have boundaries with my organization to where I could be called at like midnight and I would just answer my phone and answer little questions. It was like, I didn't have a concept of like honoring a schedule with people. And 
it became, it was so on autopilot that it became normal to me. And I just thought it was this thing, like we grind, we go, and that's just by any means necessary. Mm. Right. So I thought it was just this thing to wear on my, you know, on my chest, like a badge <laughs> of honor. <laughs> I just run myself into the ground. And so uh, I think that setting those boundaries, now people know, and I've established to where even with my family, it's like, I'll text you back when I text you back. You know, I'll, I'll call you when I call you. And people, I've established a culture now where people don't take it personal. In the past though, because I hadn't established those boundaries, it would be like, why are you not getting right back to me? Or there's something wrong because I'm not just responding uh, when it's convenient for everybody else. So I think honoring myself with that has been one of the biggest things. Um, in addition to uh, just really um, scheduling in the things that mean the most for me, like in this season of my life, it's really important for me to um, make sure I get my workouts in, you know, that's the first thing I do in my day is I get that um, I, it's like my sacred hour, 9am, right? Followed by making sure I'm consuming good things, putting good stuff in my body, nutrition and whatnot. And, you know, every single Friday, I'm, I'm having a wellness day where I'm doing like infrared sauna, and I'm doing cryo and I'm doing different things that just feed my spirit and my body where I can just really be in my body um, and present. And so there's just there's just certain things that I do in my schedule to make sure that I put myself first. Um, and it hasn't always been that way. Um, it's definitely hasn't always been that way. So again, boundaries with the team boundaries with myself and just making sure that I do my part to respect them and honor them. I love it. And I know you've done so much to like decrease inflammation in your body and your life and how you're eating, which is so cool. And Caitlin, I know you're on a similar path and that's why the three of us align so much and you teach this, you know, you have women's empowerment groups, you created a women's empowerment movement. Do you want to share a little bit about your story and how you've made this shift in your life as well? Yeah, for sure. So like you said, it's very similar as Celeste is sharing. I'm like, yes, that part. Exactly. Um, but for me, prior to, you know, stepping into entrepreneurship and owning my own business, I um, always had this little part of me that almost rebelled to like the norm of like what sitting in school for a certain amount of hours were, being at a job for a certain amount of hours. There's always this thought of like, man, like this just can't be what I do the rest of my life. And so when I saw different opportunities to Similar to Celeste, as you said, it's the time freedom. It's the freedom of being able to do what you want, when you want, with who you want it, um, was really attractive to me. And I was a waitress for six years prior to, I, I you know, went to four years of school, have been to five different colleges trying to find what was going to be it. And, you know, soon learned that wherever I went in all of these different places, there I was. Mm. And um, a lot of my life was spent kind of running away from myself, running away from what I internally hadn't really embraced or acknowledged was even there. Um, and so, you know, taking the step on the path of entrepreneurship in the way that I have, we have, it really opened up myself to parts of me that I wasn't even aware that were there just due to who I was around and, you know, learning, you know, the, the, the practice of personal development and leading others and, you know, really getting to develop these skills and habits and disciplines that 
we're going to put me in a position to actually be able to do the things when I want, where I want, with who I want, as far as, you know, maybe it was the income went or the lifestyle went. And so when I embraced entrepreneurship, I was like, okay, who I was in the past, like didn't get me any of the results that I wanted. So I'm going to follow to a T what is told that like, this is the way you do it inside of what this business is. And so it, a lot of it was the, you know, how Celeste was saying, like the answer, a call at midnight. It's like that part when I first started was glorified. It was like, if you're not answering all these calls, you know, what, what, how are you showing other people to lead in their business? And, you know, it's no one's fault. It's, it was definitely my choice to take on certain things that I did. Um, but in, in doing that, so I've been a part of the business now, entrepreneur now for about six years and, um, you know, taking on a lifestyle where it was like my mission and my goal, the hustle, the grind, I'm going to win the, um, you know, I'm going to stay up late and wake up early to make sure this happens for me. Although, you know, it served me in the amount of years that it did. And I really learned that in that time, it just felt like more self-abandonment. And it actually felt like I was actually running from the same things just in a different way. And it wasn't, it was before it was me partying and it was me, you know, not going to class. And now it's just my focus was in my business and how fast can I grow and how hard can I work inside of what this was. And so um, it got to the point where I was like reaching different levels in the business and, you know, new levels of income, new levels of lifestyle. And it was just like, something was still missing for me. I had glorified and, and made these certain goals and this certain way of living such a, such a goal of mine and such a vision of mine that then when I had the opportunity to actually live inside of it, the way I felt about me and how it felt to be me in these situations altered what was happening around me so much that it actually didn't feel as good as I, you know, quote unquote thought it would. So kind of like we, we said, we talked a little bit earlier, like an expectation hangover of like, what I thought this life was going to be for me and then what it actually ended up being for a few years because of the lack of, you know, work on, you know, inside of myself with my heart, you know, in my being that was actually happening. And so, um, it just got to a point where I just felt really exhausted and I was like, do I want this? Yes, I want this. And what's going to make it worth it for me. And it got me, it took me getting clear. Actually, it took, similar to Celeste in a different way, um, a near-death experience of a couple of years ago, I was on a four-wheeler and accidentally drove off a cliff and I, and I got to the top and looked back on that experience. It was like, there were so many things that if one, one thing would have shifted, like there's a very good chance that I wouldn't be here today. And so I got to get really present after that time and just be like, what matters to you, girlfriend? Like what matters to you, Caitlin? Because you know, the go of it all and the do of it all and the achieve of it all isn't what matters to you. And actually in that moment, I learned about myself through inner counsel as Celeste shared and outer counsel, um, that a lot of what I was doing, you know, based off of childhood stuff, based off of just life in general was doing it for me to feel like I could be more lovable. Like I was going to hit this next level and I was going to be loved more because of it. Um, but I wasn't aware of it until that experience that I was like, but do you love yourself when it comes down to what you just experienced? You, you could have not been here anymore. You chose to be here, but 
what do you feel about you? How do you feel about you? How do you feel about your business? What, what was my relationship with my business? And then just in that moment, it just, I feel like I was granted a new pair of lenses to look at my life and myself and my business to have a relationship with. And it, it's now through those lenses that I invite others and share with others of like, you know, what matters most to you. And I feel like that has been so much of my shift in, in my personal life and inside of my business to where it isn't, it is the boundaries. It is, you know, the connections with people. It is my, you know, what fueling myself in my heart with what lights it up and what fuels it and what restores it and rejuvenates. know, that, um, to be in a business and, you know, be sustainable and, and be in it for the long game. It, it truly is a marathon as I've learned. Um, the, the go and the do and the grind and the hustle, you know, personally speaking, and we'll speak to this, I'm sure more soon, but it just wasn't sustainable for me to keep going that way. And I share all the time, like, I don't think you have to, Brian, I don't believe at all that you have to experience, you know, maybe what Celeste did or what I did in the way that where it wakes you up in, in that, in that kind of way. But that's why I so passionately share, you know, the way I share now with what I experienced and the shift in what matters and why I was going the way I was going to what matters and why I choose to go and be the way I am now. Um, because long-term, I feel like if I, if I tap back into the feeling of what it felt like before, where I didn't necessarily have boundaries, I was going in a way where, you know, you know, sleep and my well-being wasn't a top priority. Um, it, it, it literally felt like what I would describe as dying. Like every day I woke up more, more exhausted and more like, like I was actually taking steps backwards and I actually really was taking steps forward. Although the physical steps forward in business looked like they were going forward. It felt like my soul was actually like dying inside and felt like it was going back, back, quote unquote backwards. And so the shifts for me are definitely the boundaries are getting clear with myself, you know, ref knowing boundaries and refining them too. And like, as the journey continues, getting more and more clear on what those are and who has ac access to me and when they have access to me. Um, and really just prioritizing time that I time doing things that I know fill me up, like time being spent out in nature is top one, top 1% 1 for me, where I know that if I feel exhausted or if I feel depleted in any way, it's like abrupt. All right, let me put my phone down and let me just go be outside because I know that I'll be able to serve myself and whoever I'm working with next at a way higher level than if I were to force this conversation or force this action right now. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And I just can so relate to both of you. And the reason why this podcast is called Activate is because it is finding that divine intersection for me between the goal and the soul line. And when the two are working in tandem, it kind of, it makes life feel alive, right? They're not necessarily separate or let me just go on this retreat for seven months and then like come back and let me grind it out. But rather, how do we live in a sustainable way and work in a sustainable way where we're nourishing ourselves, we're growing internally and we are also, you know, achieving whatever it is that we want to achieve. So I feel like both of you have now found that intersection for yourselves and you feel like you're, my experience of you is that you're living in flow, right? You know, I'm going to have my self-care days on Friday. These are my clear boundaries. I take a trip once a month. I, you know, this is, these are my goals and, and 
these are my goals because they feel right for me, right? And and my biggest goal is to be happy. And if, if it's not, then I'm going to shift my goals so I can stay in joy and stay happy. Um, so I love that. I love, love, love that. What have you guys found in your business since shifting to a more leading from the feminine sustainable way? I think absolutely, uh, for sure, more peace and really in, okay. So there's a couple layers and I would say on a personal level, I'm enjoying the fruit of my business much more in this phase and this season of leading from the feminine because I'm in it, I'm present. Um, and just, I feel like I've come up above the surface and I'm like, I'm taking a look and I can actually like taste the the taste and and see the rainbow and all of the beauty the beauty that maybe when I had my head down it was hard for me to be present to so I would just say I'm enjoying the fruit of the of my my labors and current labor um just enjoying it and at a, at a higher level a higher intensity and then I would say the other layer is the way that the team feels of what's possible for them and their um, their journey to building to um, new levels for themselves, for themselves, I would say that you know I think that they mirror a lot of um, the way that that. I guess the outlook that we have, they begin to mirror those things and duplicate the outlook. So I can tell that um, it's serving who it's serving. It's serving more people because it's not as rigid. It's not as um, it has to be done this way, which maybe when I was coming up, it kind of felt like that. And that was the only way. Uh, so now there's more of, I guess, a menu and there's more options for people to be able to choose like, oh, okay. So, um, you know, you can still, um, you know, you can still be a, a present mother, even though I'm, I'm not a mother yet. Um, but I think that just the embodiment of being able to kind of wear different hats and do it in a way where there's more of a flow and more of an honoring yourself and more of a setting those boundaries. Um, it's just showing more possibility. And I think people, and especially women have access to building their business in, in a more healthy and sustainable way. So I think there's the personal uh, portion of just really like that self-fulfillment and being able to enjoy the ride and be present to it. And then there's also the, the, um, casting a vision for a new way to be able to lead and build. Yeah. So much alignment in that, in all of that. And, and a lot of it for me too, similarly. So is, you know, I talked about how, you know, new levels and new levels of income and, you know, this expectation hangover of like what it actually didn't feel like. And then now reaching and, you know, achieving and, you know, tapping into new levels of le income and marketing plan and all of that good stuff. It actually, the, the experience of it is so rich and is so like filled to the brim with what feels like for me, just so much love and gratitude and just passion. And just like, I just see like glittery little sparkles everywhere of like what the, what it feels like for me right now inside of, you know, my business. And then also in turn inside of my relationships with who I do business with, 
Um, when I, well, I've learned that when I'm more present and I'm understanding and I have compassion for, you know, myself and I'm leading from a heart centered space, it grants such a safe place for the people around me to know that one, there, there's grace for them here, there, where before it was almost more out of fear of like, I'm going to do this just so I look like a leader instead of, I want to lean into this and I want to be this because I want, I'm choosing to lead in this way where it's, they're actually making that conscious choice and they feel like there's a safe place to do so because if they do mess up or if they do, you know, maybe get to shift in how they're being and they were once passionate about this, but now they want to lead in this way that there's room for them to do so and there's understanding for them to do so where I've experienced also like in the beginning stages of my business, it's like we do things, it was, this is the mentality. We do things this way. And when people didn't do things that way, it was almost like I'll personally speak for myself that you felt, I felt wrong for not doing things in a certain way. And so Although like there's, you know, there, that serves in a, in a very interesting way, I guess you could say now, I just feel like there's so much more space for more opportunity and more possibility and more people to actually want to lean into what could be unfamiliar and what could be unknown within owning your own business and getting to choose to be who you actually are within it and choose the things that actually align with you as an individual. Um, just so good for me and I've experienced from my team sharing with me too and the people who I work with on a daily basis that it just feels good to know that there's room for them to grow and shift and change inside of you know what we're building together where before as Celeste shared it did feel more rigid it did feel more right and wrong and you know that was never my intent but you know unlearning the story of this is the way we do things to you have a choice in whatever you do. And I want you to know that I honor that and whatever your choice is just feels so good for me and, and from feedback, just so much better for all parties involved too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is what the world is experiencing in 2020 and all CEOs and companies are having to shift into this more mindful heart-centered approach where they look at, man, where can we shift and evolve creatively right now but where do I where's the line right people need to be healthy they need to be happy and um we got to give each other space right space to breathe space to get well space to stay well space to be present um with your family you know it, it's not an option anymore for us to shift and evolve no matter what industry we're in to create more space. That's kind of the word that's that's come up. For me, it just feels like staying above the noise and trusting that people know what's best for themselves. And it's interesting inside of being an entrepreneur because if you're working at an office, you know, well now kind of everyone in their own way, even if they were working in an office is somewhat of more of an entrepreneur because you're kind of in your living room on a Zoom call. Now you might have to be on a Zoom call at a certain structured time, but you do kind of have more flexibility to create your own schedule. Like I see some more, some people that are like, I'm working more now than I ever have because I'm on my computer all day long, a zoom call after zoom call after zoom call. So it's learning, you know, when you do have more freedom, how to put yourself first into all of that and really create from overflow in the time blocks that you choose to be on. That's what works best for me is like being on in certain time blocks and 
truly filling up in the other time blocks. What do, what do you guys see like as the model of the future in life and business and how we can grow and sustain? Like, is it, is it teaching these simple principles? Is it creating safe spaces for people to express, for people to feel, for people to like, what is it? What's the, the new way of business for you girls? What do you see? It's for me, it's simple, simple things to be added into what was already being done. So for me, when I first, when someone I'm working with someone in a, in the business or just, you can say life in general in relationship and before I wasn't having the conversations of, you know, in addition to building your biz, in addition to showing up for your business and, you know, creating an income and all of these things, what's most important is how you're, how you're treating you and how you're taking care of yourself. You're the, like, this is my conversation with someone I'm having now and how it shifted is you're the foundation of all of the relationships you're in, including your relationship with you and your business. And so if, if we're, you know, putting ourselves on the back burner to put our business before us, then we're actually doing a disservice to ourselves and everyone else that's involved in whatever kind of business that we're growing. And so for me, it's intentionally having these conversations as a standard inside of who I choose to build with. Like I, I can't afford and you can't afford to not put these things in place and have them as priority in, in building a business, especially at this day and age. Love it. So I, as, a, as a form of accountability, as a mentor, as a business partner, I'm also going to be your accountability partner inside of self-care, self-nourishment, self-love, and really just prioritizing like truly what matters most to you. And, and that is you as the foundation of everything else in your life. Love that, Caitlin. Uh, so I so love that, uh, Caitlin, and and I would just add from my perspective, like flexibility and understanding that, like it doesn't look the same for everyone to build a business and what is a healthy way for them. For example, some people may work great off of five six hours of sleep. Other people may need the full eight hours of sleep right here, and so <laughs> and so it's like releasing judgment for whatever it takes for that person to show up as their best self um, and also helping people identify what that is. So as a leader, you know, and having those clarifying conversations like Caitlin was talking about and really setting people up powerfully is giving them, providing some of the tools and then also helping them become self-aware of like, okay, how am I going to be able to function in this business um, and really crush it in a way that, you know, serves myself and others and not get into the comparison looking left and right game of where, because this person does it this way, I'm not right or I'm wrong if I'm not doing it in the same manner. And I think that because um, business is naturally leans more masculine and as we begin to find more ways or as we begin to discover um, you know, leading from the feminine or at least uh, acknowledging uh, how powerful the feminine aspect of, you know, the masculine and feminine dance in business can be. Um, I think that continuing to give those options where maybe there weren't those options in the past is going to just really continue to serve people. So having that flexibility, um, you know, letting people know that there's more than one way. Uh, it's not a one size fits all and giving people permission. It's not a, you know, uh, 
everybody doesn't um, thrive off of the, you know, sleep is for suckers, <laughs> like no sleep, team no sleep and things like that. It's like, no, it's, a, it's great if you want to go through a phase and that really fires you up. Um, but uh, just again, just uh, allowing people and giving people that grace to do it in a way in which is going to uh, serve them the most and fill them up the most to be able to show up and, and execute and get stuff done and go, um, but in a way that doesn't run you into the ground and burn the candle at both ends. And right. then over time, put you into some type of health situation. Yeah, I love that. A lot, both of you are looked up to like from a lot of people all over the world. And, you know, you've broken internal and external, you know, barriers and boundaries in business and life. What do you think is your biggest, um, knowing, like, how do you break these barriers? You guys consistently do it. Is it will choice belief? How, how would you empower somebody to break a new barrier inside of themselves? and business. One of the things, and we could say that everything the same about you, Laura, you know, <laughs> there are certain things that when I, when I position myself in proximity with powerful women like yourself, one thing that you guys mirror back to me is, um, is seeking like really powerfully seeking out what's next for you. It's like, you might not have the answer but you're in seek mode and you're asking really great questions and you are seeking counsel, whether that be going onto your rooftop and meditating or having a conversation with women that you feel you're aligned with and understand you. Um, so it's, it's a quality that like seeking quality always pushes the conversation forward. It always, helps us take a step to being more self-aware and finding answers that are going to help us evolve and unfold whatever's supposed to unfold for our greatest good. Um, so I would just say, uh, continue to foster whatever that is that's having you ask questions, that's having you lean forward, that's having you seek what's for you and for your highest good. Um, again, that was just kind of off the dome, the first thing when I'm like looking at you guys and I'm seeing qualities that you have that I resonate with, that would definitely be one of the top ones. It's just continuing to foster that intuition um, and that inner knowing. I love it. Totally. Definitely align and agree with that so much. Um, you know, as you said, there's stuff, you know, could be from the beginning and, and now. And so one of the things for me that I would like, I looked, started looking at towards the beginning of, you know, embracing entrepreneurship was prior to would have certain people that, you know, I looked up to, I admired for maybe what their lifestyle was or, um, you know, the business that they had. And for me, it was taking it one step further and like kind of examining, not examining, but, um, observing, the, the quality of their, not only their business and how much money they were making and how, you know, successful they were, but also the depth of their relationships. Like, how were they leaving people feeling? How did they feel, you know, inside of the relationships? What did it feel like to be in a room with certain people? And for me, it, it shifted from 
business success to whole life success. Like, let me observe in similar to how, you know, Celeste shared in the seeking, let me get myself around people and and observe the people and, you know, what qualities do they have and what practices are they taking on and what is most important for them and what in, in their, in their values, in their life and, um, how they're showing up for themselves in addition to what I deemed as successful as far as, you know, outside looking in and in a business world or in a monetary value type of way. Um, and, and when I started doing that, I really got clear on, okay, these are the people who, you know, you're, they're doing great inside of their life, but these are the people that I, I that, that align with my values. And so for me, the shift was getting clear on what I valued most inside of, you know, myself and my life and then inside of my relationships and then getting around people who, as Celeste shared similarly, you know, mirrored those things and also highly valued similar things such as, you know, the work that we're talking about and, you know, the, the, listening to your intuition and really leading from a space that leaves people feeling really, really great about who they are and empowered in who they are to know that they can, you know, take their next step based off of what they know versus what I think or what someone else think is, thinks mm-hmm. is best for them. I love that. I love that. So find your people, right? They're out there for sure. Your people are out there. Um, what do you see for what do you see coming out of 2020 in life and business? Like, what's the uh, gift of all of this? Honestly, I had so much fun going to Chicago and just spending investing time with my girls, and it it woke me up to like I get to do more of this. Mm. Like, I get to to ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so a, much bike riding this summer. Uh, and just have fun, be free and eat really good food and, and have girl time with people that I love. And maybe, yeah, hop on an hour flight to get there. Like just really, uh, I I think that being a yes to that experience when we all linked up for like, what, a three, three to four days, it let me know like, Ooh, I want more of this because what was so cool is we all do the same business in similar ways, but different ways. So it actually, it stimulated our business because we're talking about ideas. We're talking about visions. We're talking, we're pushing the envelope forward. We're being inspired by each other as powerful women that are leading organizations and, 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 um, being examples and whatnot. So it was like, it fed that, but then on a personal level, just being in a space with my girlfriends and just talking about life and things, there was a lot of aspects that had nothing to do, mostly nothing to do with business and just about life and healing. Um, and so I thought, wow, this is like, this is how we get to do life. And it excites me for more experiences where there's just such an overlap in life, personal life, business life. Um, And it can look like that and it can feel like that. And I'm just grateful that we have that. And I just became present to, I want more of this moving forward. Yeah. More creating more meaningful moments. I feel like COVID for me is like what matters period over now. I want to create more juicy, meaningful moments that matter period. That's it. Yes. I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> right? So much so. So yeah, from our from our trip that we all got to spend together, I feel like my life has been never been the same. 
Really? That's amazing. In the best way, but truly it just, I feel like in that moment, nothing else mattered. And I just got to be in my alignment and choose my alignment no matter what. And so coming back into, and you know, it's so awesome to have this conversation and there's just so many different seasons or phases or layers, whatever you want to call them to life and then life inside of business and life inside of relationship. And so when I got back home from being with you guys, I was just like, I just knew it was like this inner knowing of like what feels good for me and just what doesn't anymore. And so I've been getting to have, you know, maybe different conversations or uh, reevaluating, you know, different boundaries I have with different people in my life or boundaries that I have inside of my business at a, it feels familiar, but in a different way at a different level. And so I'm excited to continue operating from a space of just absolute, you know, personal alignment inside of who I am and just what feels really good for me. Seeing in the result of, you know, what it does for other people when they experience you in that way. And it's just, it's just contagious. It's like this feeling of the juicy moments, the juicy magical moments. Um, But even when you're just with yourself and it's that juicy magical moment of just knowing that, you know, in the past I've chosen things that aren't aligned with me, as I'm sure a lot of people listening can maybe relate to, or there's times where I've done things because I thought I had to and for other people or out of obligation or out of, you know, not wanting to let certain people down. And I'm just so learning and in a space where I'm like, man, but if I do that for someone else and I let myself down, I'm, it does, nothing feels worse to me than not choosing what I know is for me and let being okay with letting go of what isn't. And, and, you know, in that space of the unknown a little bit right now and the unfamiliar of just really leaning into the trust of what's for me is for me and what isn't isn't. And so I'm so excited to be able to lead from that almost like not knowing space, but to be able to teach and show through my trusting and my belief in, you know, what's for me is, is going to be for me. And it always it maybe not always, but it will be for me. And so I'm going to, I'm going to have these certain boundaries and I'm going to move in this way and I'm going to let go of these certain things. And I'm excited for people to see the result of me choosing those things and honoring that part of me and to, to be able to have, you know, more permission in choosing that for themselves and, and to be able to see more people choose their own alignment too, is just, just fires me up. It just makes me yes. so happy and just so excited knowing what that feels like. It's like, I feel like my whole body is just on fire just in the yes. best way right now. So seeing everyone you love, like living in alignment, that's such a great picture. If it's not a yes, it's not a heck yes. It's a no period over and out. So what's one piece of advice you would give to your younger self from each of you? Mine would be it's okay not to be the bravest in the room sometime. It's okay not to be the person who is going to know the next step at all times. It's okay to not have it all figured out all of the time. And you are so loved and you are so supported and you are so awesome regardless of what you feel like you know right now. Don't let the love you have for you 
be dependent upon your next step or your next action or your next move and just really choose to love yourself for the awesome little chick that you are. Mm, love that. What about you, Solid? Yeah. Um, for my younger self, I would just say continue to cultivate uh, the things in you that are going to build your core confidence. Uh, keep your appointments and honor your appointments with yourself first. I think mm. especially as women, we're so good at saying yes to others and then bailing on ourselves. And whether that looks like um, self-betrayal and things of that nature. I think it's just really um, honoring ourselves first. I was never um, really like taught that. It was just something that, you know, later uh, began to understand the, the importance of. And so um, those things to begin to develop self-love, self-confidence uh, from within, from a core level, not a surface level um, or, you know, nothing to do with the confidence that comes from, you know, things and stuff, which all that is great, but just the things that really come from, if everything else is stripped away from our lives, if bank account goes on zero, if all of the things are taken away and you have to, I have to start fresh tomorrow, um, what tools and what light, and what radiance and what things do I have within um, that are of such high value that are going to push me forward regardless of what is happening in my outside world and circumstances. Um, mm. Those are the things that I would cultivate and those are the things that I would, um, that I want to, you know, teach my younger self and I'm glad that have really had a, a chance to begin to foster those things, but absolutely. So beautiful. What are you most grateful for? in life right now? Being present to the moment. I feel like right now in this season, I've never been more present to the moment uh, than I've ever been before in my, like besides childhood. I think in childhood, we're super present to the moment. Uh, but then we begin to kind of um, separate a little bit from those moments. And so I think that right now, it's such a gift to just um, be here now. And it's things that we've heard and heard over and over, but just truly living in that has just been one of the biggest blessings, um, that I can say that 2020 has given me. Totally. I would agree with that as well. And similar to how I shared earlier, but I would say one of the things I'm most grateful for is people and women like you, and people in the world who are, are willing to offer up and are excited to offer up that new perspective or maybe a different perspective than what people are operating in and say like, hey, you, you, know, you see it this way and that's awesome, but try these on, try these on for size and tell me how it feels for you. And also just, I can just vividly picture both of you on my journey and in different ways that we've had these conversations of, you know, me sharing something with you and maybe how it's felt for me in whatever way it did. And your response of just being like, yeah, it's okay to change it. Like, so don't do that then. <laughs> and it's like, you mean I can just not do that then? And it's, it's, I'm just so grateful for those little moments that are just so big and so pivotal in my life for, you know, what that's allowed me to then share and, and how many people that you guys are impacting, you know, and sharing those offering up different perspectives or offering up in an inside of a different way of being. And there's so many other, um, you know, heart 
leaders in the world who are also offering those those to the world right now too and so i'm just so grateful for the people you know with the courage to do so and with you know that mission on their heart to do so and really you know share with people that it was this way and it's okay but there's there's also different ways and it's also okay mm. That's so good i want to add to that um, it just made me, as you were speaking, Caitlin, I was like, wow, I'm like so grateful for these women, um, in my life and thinking of both of you, like you guys are so generous with what you give. And so many people go through things and just keep the lessons and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you guys are so generous and how you give it back and pay it forward or just like, you know, Caitlin, I'll watch you and you'll literally share like daily takeaways and things that you're going through and you'll be vulnerable with people and strangers, but just at the, you know, being able to hang um, your hat on, like if this can support one person, it's worth it. And I know that takes energy and I know that that takes time mm -hmm. to be able to pour into people like that. Um, and same with you, Laura, just being able to, it's not easy to do a podcast. It's not easy to put your time and energy um, into these things, but choosing to do it because you were aligned with the path and you know that it's for the highest good and for your calling. Um, I just wanted to say, I have so much respect for both of you. Um, and I'm just grateful to have like a sisterhood and in, in women in my life like yourself. So just felt called to share that. Um, I was, you know, feeling Caitlin share like, yes, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, so. Same, 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 same. So people on the line can do this too. But if you, you know, take a minute and close your eyes. And if you're driving, obviously don't do that. Or listen to this when you get home, but get present. And I want you to picture yourself five years from now. Who's there? What are you doing? What are you wearing? What's around you? Who's in the picture? How are you feeling? What's bringing you the most joy in your life? And if that person could reach back with one hand and give it to you now, sitting exactly where you're at, just kind of give you a nudge forward, what would he or she say to you? What's most important that you know for the next upcoming five years? You can take a minute to journal. You can take a minute to write it down. But these are some exercises that I consistently do with myself just to give myself the little spark, the, the extra knowing to just take one step forward because our higher self always knows what to do. Caitlin, Celeste, if you're open to sharing, would love to know any advice your higher self has for you today. Yeah. I'll share. So for me, it was us and a lot of other friends around a table and it was like golden hour and mountains in the background, but it was, it was just another one of those deeply felt meaningful, magical moments of this experience is here now because you chose your heart then and you chose your alignment then. And although it would be possible through different routes, it feels the way it does and you're experiencing it the way that you are because of how you chose to, what you chose to operate in and how you chose to operate inside of being in this, getting to this moment right now. So 
Oh, I just had goosebumps and I was very Let me too. because I'm so like, just keep going and doing it exactly. As you're oh, so good. It just makes me just so grateful for, again, these relationships. And, you know, if, if I could share a piece of advice, something that's, you know, has been so pivotal for me on my journey, getting clear on, you know, I shared, you know, personal alignment a lot in, in our conversation today and getting clear on what that even is, even before I was super... I don't even want to use the word super. I was, you know, in touch with my intuition. I was actually allowing myself to listen to it. And I was, you know, going there with myself. What a lot of what started this journey for me was just a lot of dialogue with myself, whether it be journaling or just out loud of, you know, talking myself through certain things, such as, you know, getting really clear on why do I want this? And then, you know, asking the next question of like, why do I really want this? Like what actually drives me to wake up and do this every single day? And some of the delaying that I've done in the past was because it was for other people. And then I got to get clear on why I was choosing it for myself. And so it's just been, and still to this day, you know, in different ways and in familiar conversation, really just going back to the moments of, you know, why are you doing this? What matters most to you? What does this feel like? What does it feel like to be around this person or these people? And then, you know, getting really clear on what it is and what those feel like for me and then choosing more of it or less of it. And so, you know, just that inner dialogue or pen to paper dialogue and doesn't have to look perfect. It doesn't have to sound perfect. It's not supposed to look a certain way, just messy as heck, whatever it looks like, just really, you know, getting clear on what that inner conversation with me has been on my journey has, you know, been something that's really contributed to getting really clear on that personal alignment. I love it. So powerful. Celeste, what came up for you? So what came up for me, similar takeaways to Caitlin's different scene, um, but I was sitting in, you know, a house that uh, was kind of like handcrafted and built um, from, you know, my vision sitting in a house with, you know, significant other partner. Um, but it's the feeling inside of the house. It's like, I feel safe. I feel grounded. I feel, um, at peace with just everything around me. And what came up for me was very similar of, we got to this moment from living a life that was true to myself and choosing what I wanted versus seeking, um, approval or validation from other people uh and and you know almost like is this path okay asking permission which i've kind of been in that space before when it might come to a partner what it might come to a something i'm doing in my business or where i want to go it was really just trusting myself that i get to tap in and um you know just really really listen to myself and so authentically um, allowing the unfolding to happen, happen and choosing what makes me the most happiest. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was just kind of somewhat of the vision. Um, Yeah. I love it. You guys just got a taste of what our little daily conversations (laughs) sound like in our hangout sessions. I love it. So hopefully you can take some time today and just get clear about some things that we chatted about, you know, where are 
you doing things because you're on autopilot or where are you doing things that are out of alignment and where can you come more in alignment? Where can you choose yourself first? Where can you make joy a priority, make self-care a must, create powerful boundaries and, um, you know, seek that guidance from your higher self because she and he always knows what's best for you. So thank you both for your friendship, for your heart-based leadership, for your exampleship, for showing up the way you do for so many people and being there for me and so many moments. Um, you make life and business and all the things more fun. <laughs> Love you. Where should these these peeps follow you guys? What's what's new for you guys? I know you guys are expanding businesses. You're both, we're all in the Midwest now. I'm in Chicago. Caitlin's all over Michigan and Ohio, Celeste, Ohio. Should they follow you on Instagram? Yeah, that works. Um, so mine is just my name at Celeste period Richmond, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D. Yep. And then mine, just my name to Instagram at Caitlin underscore Clemens, which will, the name will be tagged. I'm sure in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Follow them. They're super inspiring. And, um, yeah, being in their part of their daily lives will, will give you a lot of nourishment, I'm sure. So thank you ladies so much for being on. I always appreciate our time together. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. Celeste and Caitlin are such great friends and it was such a treat to chat with all three of them. Something we talked about is having good girlfriends in your corner that you can lean on, grow with, just have fun with. And I've shouted her out in the past and I'm going to shout her out again. Her name is Jessica Zweig. She's one of my good friends here in Chicago, women's empowerment advocate, founder of Simply Be. Shouting her out and her podcast out because I know it's going to be a great tool for you guys to grow your life and your business. Uh, it's the Simply Be podcast and it's for those who seek to make massive changes in their life and business by creating a stronger connection with what makes you, you. Jess believes that when you free yourself to simply be yourself, your confidence grows, your joy expands, and your value increases. She's incredible guests on her show. She teaches you all about life, business, and personal branding. You guys can head on over and find her at Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. You'll get an amazing playlist in your inbox if you subscribe and review from our mutual friend, Megan Taylor, who I'll have on this podcast as well. And Yes, I love supporting other women who are incredible, who have helped me on my journey, and I know will help you on yours as well. Jess has a book coming out in February. It's incredible, called B. You can pre-order it on Amazon. Go support her over there. And until next week, stay activated. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this episode and DM us. We'd love to interact with you about all you learn and create from this. If you love this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to get real-time updates when all new episodes go live. And if you can, please leave us a review. It will help us grow our community and our message to support more leaders on their growth journey. If you want to continue to hang out with me, follow me on Instagram at Laura E. Holloway and subscribe to my weekly newsletter at lauraeholloway.com for weekly downloads, blogs, upcoming workshops, events, and more. Stay aligned and make your move. I'll see you next week.